Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, The Saturday Manager, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Keep it simple, get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Saturday Manager. My name is Anthony DeLuca, manager of South Dulwich FC First Eleven in the Bromley and South London Football League Premier Division. Um, before I go into this week's fixtures, just want to say another quick thank you to everyone of Eltham Town who came on last week, shared a little bit of info about Eltham Town's season, done a few predictions with me. Um, also a quick thank you to all the people over the last sort of month or so who have dropped me a message on social media, just saying they're enjoying the podcast. It means a lot. It's, you know, it's here for your guys' entertainment as much as it is for me to have a little vent about South Dulwich. Um, and obviously going forward, as I've been looking on Twitter, sort of sending out messages, I do want to get some more contributors on from the league so any managers any players i'm keen to get you on next week i have got nick pitt from chelsfield he's going to come on next week obviously our second team is back up and running and our first game back we've got chelsfield um so yeah he's going to come on tell us a little bit about chelsfield and obviously talk about the game on the weekend and then in a few weeks' time, I have lined up uh, the gaffer from AMG Ballers. Sorry, I don't have his name to hand, but I've been speaking to one of their boys on Twitter. He's going to come on in a few weeks. So, yeah, like I said, if anyone is keen, just drop me a message and I'll get you on. doesn't have to be face-to-face. I can do it over Zoom. So, yeah, just drop me a message and we'll get you on. Now, turning attention back to the weekend just gone of football. Um, so after our win last week to get the year started, we had a, another home fixture against AMG Ballers. Um, as I said last week, we played them last year and it was a really good game. We lost 3-1, but as I said, it was pretty tight. It was one all till fairly late on and... They nicked a goal and then got their third when we were sort of all out of attack trying to get an equaliser. Um, I think possibly we shocked them with our performance in that game. Maybe they thought new team coming up, they're sort of running hot at the top of the table. They may have underestimated us, I don't know. But yeah, so sort of going into this game, I thought if we put in another similar performance, we stood a good chance of getting some points. Um, again, like I said, we were meant to be at home, but our home pitch is still not ready. It's not recovered from the rain over the Christmas break. The drainage is not great there. I think that's sort of due to neglect from the previous tenants at the ground. Um, they're not really invested any money into drainage and sort of maintenance of the pitch. So, having spoken to the 
new people, they have said they're going to make it a priority over the summer to get the drainage sorted out at the ground. So, yeah, they don't want to lose any more games to football. Obviously, it's annoying for us, but we managed to get a pitch at Bishop Justice again, as we did the previous week. So, obviously, a 4G pitch not going to be affected by the weather. Um, obviously, that did mean that we were playing at AMG's normal home ground. Again, not that that really matters. I had no dropouts or anything with a change of venue. The only thing I would say is having played AMG, knowing what they, knowing how they play, knowing what they want to do, I did want to try and play them on grass because I thought that would level it out a bit, probably be in our favour. Um, obviously, that didn't happen. And at the end of the day, getting a match on is more important than you know getting a home advantage or whatever. Um, so yeah, like I said, we had a pretty good team out again, pretty solid throughout, same back line as we had the week before, that kept a clean sheet, so I was feeling fairly confident, obviously I know the way AMG play, they basically play very high tempo, commit a lot of men to the attack, and they're sort of happy to leave their two centre-halves at the back to do all the defending. So it means you can get at them when you get the ball, but they press so high and when they do have the ball, they've they got so many men in attack that you feel outnumbered. They're coming at you from all angles and they are very in sync up front. I mean, you can tell these, these boys must have played together quite a bit in that front line because they know each other's games inside out. You can see by the, the runs they make the way they move the ball about. So my approach, my message to the boys going into the game was we are not going to beat them by sort of playing them an air game. We are not going to beat them on a high press because if you high press against them and leave space in behind, they're going to murder you. And that's sort of what happened in the first game. Um, we we do like to press, we do like to play high tempo, but in the end, it ended up with us getting caught out at the back. Bishop Justice is also a big pitch. So if you do press, you there's no doubt you're going to leave space in behind. And they have got three lads up front who are quick. Um, so my message was, especially for the first half an hour, you've got to sit in, play a bit of a low block, and then try and hit them on, on the counter. Because like I said, they do, they do leave their two centre-backs exposed. Um... So we actually started the better of the two teams. Again, I don't know if we caught them cold. We've not been on the best of form. They've been flying high. They hadn't played in the new year. They didn't play the week before, whereas we had. So maybe we were just a bit more match sharp than they were. And we managed to get a goal early on, went 1-0 up. And yeah, for the first 20 minutes, I'd say we looked a better team. We were moving it about. Um, they couldn't really get anything going. Um, but then I would say that that goal obviously woke them up and they came to life for the last sort of half hour, well, last 25 minutes of the first half. But we did a great job defensively. Everyone sort of stuck to their their task. But with the way they were playing, it was going to take it out of us. We were chasing shadows for a lot of that half. They managed to get a goal fairly near the end of the half, but... 
it was 1-0 at half-time. And at 1-0, I thought, you're in a game. No matter how much running you've done, no matter how much under the pressure you've, you've been, you are in a game at 1-0. So, yeah, come into half-time, and I just said, look, we're putting in a good shift. We are getting a run around a bit, but it's 1-0. Um, I felt at times we were poor when we had the chance to break indecisiveness or poor decision-making when we had the chance to move the ball forward. Um, and then there was some difference of opinion at half-time about how to approach the second half. I thought what we were doing, yeah, it was hard work, but it was one all when I thought it was working. Some people thought, well, we're just giving them, giving them the impetus, giving them the chance to attack us again and again and again. But sometimes you've got to admit that the other team are better than you, man for man. And you ain't going to beat them by outplaying them, playing it your own game. Sometimes you have to win ugly. I know it's not what everyone wants to do on a Saturday, and fair enough. It is only a low level of Saturday football, but do you want to win or do you just want to turn up and sort of do what you want to do? It is what it is. Um, so, yeah, like I said, there was a difference of opinion. It does happen. Um... We went out in the second half. Again, it was more of the same, backs against the wall. And we were, I think, again, it was tough. It was tough, I can't lie. It was a really tough, tough game. They are a really, really good team. They moved the ball about lovely. They're quick. They're strong. They're passing. Their they're sort of passes of passing were, were good. It's hard to get the ball off them. But... You can beat these teams if you dig in, if you if everyone works as hard as they can, covers each other, communication is strong. It, it you can beat them. They're not unbeatable. They they're that good. They won't be playing at this level. Um, but eventually, our defence succumbed to the pressure um, from a free kick. Annoyingly, they they scored off a set piece, and then once it went two one. Um, yeah, the result had gone at that point. People sort of felt that we weren't going to get an, get one back. Ended up slipping to 4-1 in the end, which they'll probably say was a fair scoreline, and I probably would have to agree. Um, they are a very good team. They are now in pole position to win the league. They still got to play Old Roan twice, obviously, but even if Old Roan won both their both those games and AMG won every other game, because of the points Old Roan have already dropped, I think AMG would still I think I'm right in saying that AMG would still win the league. Um so yeah. The ball is very much in their court for the rest of the season. And yeah, if they if they keep winning, they're going to win the league. Simple as that. So, yeah, good luck to them. Like I said, I will have their gaffer on in a few weeks' time. Um, he said he has got a big announcement to make. What that is, I have no idea. But, yeah, it'd be worth tuning in for. I mean, I think the overall lesson from that game and probably from the season is that is this league is not as easy as what the league we were in last year. And... That means we ain't going to turn up to games like we did last year and just sort of beat teams playing not at our best and getting loads of time on the ball and 
winning playing beautiful football all the time. At the end of the day, we don't train. Um, we don't play with the same team week in, week out. So sometimes you just got to dig in and work hard to get a result. Um, and sometimes we haven't been able to do that this season, as our results show. But we are sort of, I don't know whether teams will get relegated because of dropouts. But the next two games we have... Um, a massive in terms of where we're going to finish in the league. We have got Eden Park away, who are below us, and then All-Stars away, who are below us. If we're to win both those games, we leave ourselves in a pretty good position. We'll probably finish sort of mid-table. If we were to lose both those games, then we're going to finish down the bottom, which, at the end of the day, you couldn't argue with. The league table does not lie at the end of the season. So, yeah. Next two games, we need to be bang at it. If we are to get anything out of it, they're not going to just turn up and roll over for us. So, yeah, the next two weeks are massive for us. Hopefully, our performances are better than what we showed on the weekend just gone. And I'm sure they will be. Because um, at the end of the day, people don't enjoy losing, don't enjoy getting beat the way we got beat. So, I'm sure everyone's going to turn up with a different attitude this weekend and hopefully we will get a good result. So now I just want to quickly look back at mine and Everin's predictions from last week. Um, so obviously in the South Dulwich game, I had us to win 2-1. I did say if it was on grass, so I'm going to use that as my excuse. Um, and everyone had us 2-2. Obviously, we lost 4-1, so both got that one completely wrong. Um, then in the Elton Town game versus University of Kent in the Kent Cup, I had Elton Town to win 2-0. Everyone had them to win 4-0. It was 3-0, so just missed out on getting the correct scoreline there, but both got the correct result. Um... Then the Rustlers game versus Olam was called off, I believe. I'm assuming lost to the weather. Uh, and Groundhoppers versus Farnborough was also off. Again, I can only assume it was the weather. Um, then NatWest v Catford. We both went for a Catford win. Sorry, a NatWest win. I had NatWest 3-1. He had NatWest 3-0. And Catford turned up and got a massive win, 2-0. Really great result for them. That, yeah, leaves that league a bit more open. I think Farnborough are top now. And I think they're unbeaten. So if they can keep winning, they will win that league. Um, then the final game we went for was the Red Velvet A game against Eltham Eagles. I went for a 2-1 Red Velvet win and everyone went for a one all Eltham bounced back from their poor result from the previous week and got a 2-1 win so they've kept that league alive with that result if they had lost there it probably would have been all over and left it wide open for Chelsfield um, so yeah not a great week in terms of predictions I think only the Eltham town result was the one that we got the correct result for um, so now on to this week for my predictions.
So we'll kick off with our game. Um, we've got Eden Park away. Obviously, we've only played just played them two weeks ago. We beat them one nil. I am gonna say that we will, yeah, do that again. I'm gonna go one nil again in that one, which will be a massive win for us if we can do it. Um, the other game I'm gonna pick out from our league is gonna be West Wickham Albion versus AMG Ballers. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go AMG to win three nil. So yeah, I think AMG will be too strong for West Wickham Albion and extend their lead at the top. Um, then down to Div One. Let's see what games you got this week in Div One. Hmm. There's a. A couple of cup games. Let's go for one of these cup games in. We've got Groundhoppers against Agenda from our league. Groundhoppers v Agenda. Obviously, they know each other fairly well. Played in the same league for the last couple of seasons until Agenda won it last year. Hmm. Groundhoppers going very well in their league. Hmm. I'm going to go for Agenda 2-1, though, I think. Will be a little bit too strong on a day. Then down to Div 2. Let's see what we've got in Div 2 this week. Let's go for Farnborough Fourths against Standard Ballers. And no Farnborough Fourths fairly well. I've played them quite a lot over the years. They're going. Very hot in their league. They are top without losing a game. Standard Ballers, I think they're a new team. I don't recognise them from previous seasons. They're down the bottom, so I can only see one result there, really. So I'm going to go 4-0 Farnborough. Convincing win to keep their good run going. And then down to the third division... Um, third division. Shall I go for our game, the seconds against Chelsfield? I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> Chelsfield against South Dulwich seconds. On paper, it looks like there's only one winner in that game, really, and that will be Chelsfield. But we've got a few new players in, and I never like to put us down for a loss. So I'm gonna go three-three in that one. 3-3, a bit of a classic, and hopefully make the league a little bit more exciting by making Chelsea drop some points. Um, just wanted to run through the leagues and our position in our league and what may or may not happen come the end of the season. Um, so, as I've mentioned already, AMG ballers are top. Old Roan in second, AMG have a game in hand and four points ahead. So it looks like AMG should win the league. Something would have to go terribly wrong for them in the final. How many games have they got left? They've only got five league games left. So as long as they beat everyone else, even if they lose to Old Roan, they will win the league. Down the bottom... Ourselves, Eden Park, Agenda, All-Stars, 
could all finish bottom still. All stars and agenda are four games in hand on us in Eden Park. Uh, all stars have got a lot of work to do there on one point. Agenda on eight, Eden Park on nine, and us on ten. I just don't want to finish in the bottom two. I know two teams have dropped out, so there's no sort of relegation. Um, well, I don't know if there will be relegation, but I'm assuming not. Uh, yeah, so I just don't want to finish in the bottom two, basically, because that would be the the traditional relegation places. So we have still got to play agenda, Eden Park and All-Stars. So if we win all them three games, we will not finish in the bottom two. So, yeah, all in our hands. Then if I just go down to Div 1, just have a quick look at that division. Pretty open. Eltham Town and Farnborough, probably you'd say the two title favourites. Will probably come down to the game between them. And then down the bottom, you've got Olam, Matagalpa, Rustlers. I think looking at the table... Oh, there's also West Bromley. They've played quite a lot of games, actually. I didn't realise they've played 10 games. So I'm going to say West Bromley are going to finish bottom, actually, looking at that. They're on nine points from 10 games. So, yeah. That's my predictions for the rest of the season. Are just over the halfway point. Um, Now, on to this week. Just a little look at the game for this week for us. For us and our second team, we are away to Eden Park. As I said, we beat them 1-0 two weeks ago, which was a good result for us. They weren't at full strength. Whether they'll be back to full strength this week, I don't know. But we are at their ground, so we'll be a bit tougher. You'd assume they'd have their closest, strongest team as they are at home. They'll want to get one back over on us, I'm sure. So, yeah, I'm expecting a tough physical game. We've got a good squad by the looks of it. Obviously, this is Wednesday and it's Saturday football, so anything could change in terms of availability between now and Saturday. But with the team we have now, I feel pretty confident. Hopefully get the win and, like I said, keep us out that bottom two. Um, And then down to... The second team who are back after a little break as they sort of got things together. Just want to put a special shout out to Jack Griff who has taken over the sort of admin role in that team which the manager and captain were struggling with. So thank you for him stepping up. Um, Hopefully they get off to a good start after their break. Weren't given the easiest fixture by the league, but, you know, is what it is. We've got Chelsfield away. They are going strong. And it will be a tough game. That's all I'm going to say on that one. Um, but, you know, you never know. It's football. It's 11 v 11. Anything can happen on a day. Um, but I'm sure I will hear all about it from Nick, who is going to come on next week. Um, I think that's it for this week. So... Hopefully everyone gets football in this weekend, has a good game and gets the result they deserve. I've been Anthony DeLuca and hopefully you've enjoyed it and hopefully you tune in again next week. Cheers. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.